0: Hello everyone, thank you for joining us again today and welcome to A Turn of Events where we help you put a positive spin on your business. I'm Annette Nate, CEO and Creative Director of NATE Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. We are also, so another thing I do is coach event planners on how to start an event planning business. So if you are looking to do this, I am just now launching. We're going to be doing a free workshop, a four-day workshop with lots of information. I'm going to share the 30 years of my experience. And if you'd like to get into the group, go to Event Planner Society. It's our Facebook group. We're going to post it in the chat for you to go in there and and really it's just going to be event planners who want to take their business to the next level or they're just starting their business. So it's going to be a lot of fun, lots of information. I'm just going to be giving you so many things. So today I'm super excited about my guest today. She is amazing. She talks a lot about mindset and I am all about mindset. I was just talking to my cousin today about that. And so hopefully she's watching, but Danielle Jervie Harmon, she is an award-winning business growth speaker and strategist of incredible one enterprises Danielle is a seven-time best-selling author, which is just amazing, the creator of five powerful business systems, and the host of Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast. And we're going to talk about breakthroughs in your business and all about mindset. So let's welcome Danielle to the show. Hey girl, how are you? I'm good, and that I'm excited to be here. Hey, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. So I'm just so excited because the mindset is, listen, it's, I feel like it's almost everything. Like you can work your fanny off in your business and you can have all these contacts, but if you are in the right head space, it's just not going to happen. And that has helped me so much to pivot my business right now with everything that's happened with COVID and, right. and the event industry. So why don't you, I I said a little bit about you, but why don't you talk more about where you started, how you got to where you're at, and a little bit more about you?
1: Absolutely. So again, I'm Danielle, and I always want you to know three things about me. Number one, I love God with everything that I am, and I do not apologize for it. And while I will not take you to church, I will talk to you about spiritual principles and how to leverage them to get everything that you're supposed to experience in this abundant universe. Number two, I love business. There is nothing that gets me more excited to help people to make more money doing what it is they love. I think that the gateway to business is the mind. I say all the time that until you work on the six inches in between your ears, you will not fill six figures or more in between your fingers. And I'm all about you feeling lots of money in your life experience. And so that's what I want to help people do. I love helping entrepreneurs and small business owners really connect messaging and marketing to sales systems and strategies so that they scale to seven figures and beyond in a very short period
2: of time. And I'm excited to be here.
0: That's exciting. And I love all of that. Just the money. So here we go. All right, so what let's start with three things that stop that stopping entrepreneurs from getting to their next money milestone in their business.
1: Yeah, so the first one is mindset, which we've been talking about. Most people, and I say most because there's that that small percentage of people that have done this work that are not still dealing with this are still showing up as adults, but they're really their the seven year old version of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So we come into this world as clear vessels of light. We come in here as abundant beings and then we meet our parents. And I'm not trying to say that our parents were the worst ever, right? But I I think our parents did the best that they could with what they had. But what they gave us was lack. And so they've tainted our experience with abundance by teaching us about lack, by teaching us about fear, by confusing us. And then we grow into adults who are still living the definitions that our parents gave us about money, about fear, about lack, about our ability to do. And we're trying to navigate entrepreneurship. But it's really still our inner seven-year-old that's keeping us trapped in a mindset that never served us, was never ours, we inherited it from our parents. And so the first thing is mindset. And it could show up this way, you could be in your business, knowing that you offer a great transformational result to your clients, but you're not charging what you should be charging for it. And you're struggling month in and month out to make ends meet inside of your business, but you're delivering an amazing result and outcome to your clients, and it's just not lining up. It could be that you are over-delivering. Like, you're giving a ton... Like, I'll use your industry as an example. So as an event producer, there's... You probably had, when you were doing live events, different packages based on all of the things that you could do, right, And that yeah. Imagine giving them everything that was in your top-tier package, the carte blanche of event production for the price of your bottom prop program
2: right
1: there's a lot of people who are doing that they're over delivering giving all of them everything that they have for pennies on the dollar and it's because they have a lack mindset they don't believe that they deserve to earn at a level and they don't believe that they deserve to have clients that are paying to get access to the things they have so my mindset is number one number two is messaging most people don't know how to create a compelling parallel between the, the problem they solve and the solution that they offer for the clients that they want to serve. And what we fail to realize often is that people in pain are actively seeking a painkiller. A pain and so if your marketing is not based on their pain point, it's going over their head. Right. And when you aren't marketing to the pain, then you are not opening up an opportunity to solve their problem and have them pay you whatever it costs in order to access the solution. And then the third mistake is the sales
2: conversation
1: and not recognizing that the sale does not even start until you get an objection. <laughs> Most people, they hear an objection and they say, okay, I'll follow up with you. Instead of taking the objection of what it is, it's a clue into what's going on in your prospect's mind whatever they need help working through so that they can get to the other side and say yes to themselves through what it is that you offer. So whether we're talking mindset, messaging, or the sales conversation, if you don't correct these three mistakes, you will prevent yourself from being able to hit that next money milestone as easy as possible.
0: Wow, that's great. So one is mindset, two is messaging, and three is sales conversation. And it doesn't happen until after the rejection happens. So. I think that's so true. It's, you think anytime I'm in a sales conversation, they're all like, oh, this is great. This is great. And this is great. And then all of a sudden you get a no. And it's, let's talk about this. What's the block? Where do you, what's holding you back from moving forward? And you have to work through this and then get them into the mindset. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. How do you know if you have a busted life and what is a busted
1: life? Have this darn You can't yeah. have a booming business when you have a busted life. Right. Right. So most people, when they think about a busted life, they're thinking the obvious, like they hit rock bottom. But a busted life is any time in your life you're out of alignment then your life is busted. And what is alignment? Alignment is complete order and flow in and through your vessel out into the world and so if there's any stoppages that happen in the flow that's a misalignment i like to like i said earlier i'm a god girl and i love using spiritual principles so i'm gonna make this about god right and whether you say god universe spirit or source it's all good because god is the creator of the universe he is the source of all things that is good and his holy spirit is infused in all of us every single day okay so regardless of what you, how you, you refer to God, the creator of this universe that we live in, most people struggle with being able to see themselves the way that the creator sees them. If you saw yourself the way that the creator saw you, then you would be in alignment. So right. so let's just think about that for a second, Annette. If you saw yourself the way that God saw you, would you agree that you would be confident? Sure. Would you agree that in that confidence you would show up and strength and power in your business. Absolutely. And then you lead people to the result or outcome that they are desiring on a consistent basis. No fear. And and I was just, that was my fourth, that was the fourth thing I was going to say. And there was no fear. Anytime you're experiencing fear, you have a busted life. You're out of alignment. Anytime you're not charging what you deserve to be charging for the service that you render, you are in a busted life. Anytime you are backing down from an opportunity to tell people how you can help them, you're living a busted life. If you go out to a restaurant and you don't tip, you're living a busted life. Like a busted life is anything that gets you out of the flow of abundance because abundance is your birthright. And so how do you know you're living a busted life? You can feel it in your body. If you are paying attention to yourself and who you are, you can feel it. It could masquerade as tightness in your shoulders. It could be a knot in the pit of your stomach. It could be a really light headache that you have. All of these things are signs that you're out of alignment. Because when you're in flow, everything is flowing. There is nothing stopping you from being who you were created to be. Right, and so what it requires for all of us to do as as human beings first, as spiritual beings having a human experience, is to make sure that we are tapped in and tuned in to who we are and whose we are. We're all here on purpose, for purpose, with the purpose to do work that helps other people solve their problems to get them closer to their purpose. Right. And once we understand that, whether we're talking event planning or interior design or life coaching or running a donut donuts. Once we understand who we are and what we are here to do, and we can show up fully and flow to that on a consistent basis, we are no longer living a busted life. And we're putting ourselves in a position to experience the bountiful
0: boom that we should all experience because we were created for them. And I think being authentic is a good place to be. Absolutely. Trying not to be somebody else is just not going to work. And that's going to block your flow. Even simple things of working out every day, eating right, trying to get the sleep that you need. That centers me. I work out every single morning. I drink a ton of water It really helps me when I'm feeling stressed or I get up and I walk around and get away from the computer. I'm in front of it all day as we all are right now, especially. But just those things, taking care of myself will also, and then you also have to take care of your mind. That's super important with the mindset. So how do I shift from having a busted life to a booming business?
1: You know what, Annette? You basically just answered the question. Everything you just said are the things that you do to get yourself back into alignment. Everybody has to find their own practices, right? Because there are tons of different practices practices. Some people meditate, some people work out. Some people drink a lot of water. Some people take walks. Some people spend time out in the sun. You got to find your way to get back into alignment. Body, moving your body. Like I'm like you, I get on the treadmill every single morning, even when I don't want to. That 30 minutes is my way of loving on my temple and keeping my body in flow. so I do it even when I don't want to. Moving your body, aromatherapy, praying, Mm -hmm meditation, reading scripture, any of those things, listening to music and dancing yeah. music is actually the fastest way to shift your alignment. Yes, yeah. the fastest way. Because as soon as you hear the the music, the frequency at which most songs are created on does something to you subconsciously. And so it easily begins to move you in the direction if you want. And you get bonus points if you're listening to a song that makes you feel happy and yeah. puts you in a, on a trajectory to laugh and feel light and free any and all of those things work the cool thing about alignment is that it has absolutely nothing to do with your business and everything to do with your business because it's not a marketing or sales strategy but making sure that your body your vessel is in authentic flow Mm -hmm. is the key to make sure that you can actually show up and do what you need to do just imagine if you were going to produce an event you didn't Mm -hmm. work out You didn't stop and meditate or pray or do whatever. All else was part of your self-care practice every single day. There's only so long your vessel is going to be able to show up for the people that you need to show up for. That's why the flight attendants say secure your mask before you help those on the journey with you. Right. All about doing your inner work. It's the inner work that produces the outward transformation. And we all have to do it and we all have to help our clients to experience it, especially based on what's going on in the world right now. No matter who you are, Everybody needs to understand the skill set of mindset and helping people get out of their own way because there's so many distractions to keep our minds flooded with anything but the positive things that are going on. That's for sure. It's so easy to get caught up in all the negativity
0: It, right it so is. And people will feel that energy. I, I take on people's energy all the time. Oh, oh, yeah. Somebody's down and I feel that right away. I try to pick them up. So I always try to give the positive energies and that's going to flow on to others. And they're going to feel that. So I think that's super important. Even when I coach event planners, I say to them, you have to be positive. You have to show the energy. If you're like this and you're like, yeah, I'm an event planner. I can help you do that. No one's going to want to hire you. Right. or like the biggest cheerleaders of all. Of course, I was a cheerleader, but that's, that's what we do. <laughs> I knew that. But, um, <laughs> so you just have to really like exert that positive energy and it's going to go off onto others so how does faith and alignment play a part in growing your business
1: yeah so in my opinion the spirit businesses that have a spiritual foundation go much farther faster it, it doesn't matter what your faith practice is you have to be a person who believes that there is something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. right yeah i know business is a numbers game and i can look at the numbers and i can tell you whether we're going to hit the goal for the quarter or not but i can also tell you that the numbers have the ability to shift based on my faith and something greater than myself and my belief and confidence in myself and so i created something i call the model of financial and spiritual abundance and it's basically four four components in the model that really help people to get Their business to where they need to go and so it starts with connection And connection is about your connection to the Creator right so however you align and connect with the Creator that is where you draw your confidence from because in my opinion there's no way you can be you cannot be confident if you are in connection with the Creator it just doesn't work that way there's no way you can know God and not be confident and so whenever a person says, yeah, I, I know God, I love God, but I am I struggle with being confident. I'm like, you don't really know God. That means you're not seeing God in his fullness and understanding who he created you to be. He created you to be a powerful vessel. All of the answers are inside of you. So connection gets us
0: confident. Uh, uh, just to go on that, mm-hmm. how would you start to do the connection? Just something simple. If someone isn't connected, how would you start? Whatever that looks like, whatever yeah. their beliefs are. How would you, what would you suggest that they, how they start? I would
1: probably select journaling. I think if a person already has a faith center, they probably pray and or meditate because meditation is is still prayer. Yeah. Um, but if, the, if that's not where you come from, I would start with a journal and I would open a journal and I would write, who am I? And I would see, and I would wait to see what comes back. You're going to start with surface responses, and then you're going to move into going deeper, right? On the surface, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a I'm a business owner. And then it's going to go deeper. The more you ask that question, so that's one way you could do it. Or the other is you can ask yourself, why? So you can say, why am I here?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's And your first answer, again, is going to be surface to help people plan events. And then you're going to ask yourself, why again? And then you're going to say, because I really enjoy helping people interact with people. And then you're going to say, why again? And then you're going to say something like, because I believe everybody needs community. And then you're going to say, why again? And then by the time we get to the fourth why, Annette, it's going to start to get personal to you. And then you're going to say something like, I'm making this up, but this could be true. Something like, Because when I was a girl, a a young girl, I was alone a lot and I didn't have people to play with and I didn't have time. And I said that when I grew up, I wanted to make sure no one ever felt like I felt when I was a little girl. So we start to get to the real reason why we are here. And once we get to that place, we begin to move ourselves into an opportunity to get closer and closer into alignment with our purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that purposes are, I think that they are discovered. Like you discover it over time. It's a journey, not a sprint. And it continues to unfold. You continue to come into a deeper understanding and a deeper level of your purpose. Because at the end of the day, we all have the same purpose. And that is to help other people and to make this world a better place. That's the surface of everyone's purpose. Then it goes deeper beyond that and how we show up and do work is contingent upon how we interact with that grand purpose of helping other people and making the world a better place
0: okay so that's number one connection to the creator let's go ahead let's okay.
1: so after we get into connection then we look at our confidence because again i don't believe that you can be connected to the creator and not be confident about who you are and what it is that you do and bring to the table most of the entrepreneurs that i work with are women right probably about 90 percent of my clients are women 10 percent of men and Interestingly, on um, both men and women, women, I see a challenge with confidence. It's different. It shows up different. But they both question whether or not they can really pull off what they say they can pull off. And so whenever you're questioning whether or not you can do what you think you can do, I think it goes back to being connected to God. Because when you're connected to God, you'll be able to see yourself the way that he sees you. And once you start deepening that connection, that relationship—I'm not talking about religion. This is not about going to church. This <laughs> is not, no, seriously, it's not. It's about individualized relationship with God for yourself. That's why I said earlier, it doesn't matter whether you say God, source, universe, creator, it's right? Because there, He's all of those things and so much more. But it's about your own personal interaction, your own personal way to connect with him to know that just that your name is your name, that what you've been given to do on this earth is the thing that you do better than anybody else who doesn't. I just imagine, Annette, because I'm just meeting you, but had I had an opportunity to attend one of your productions, I know that it would have been absolutely amazing. I will. Once once the world fully opens back up, you count me in.
2: Especially because I'm only
1: in Delaware, so I'm not far from you. I just know that about you because of who you are and because of who you are so there's never any question about how well we do what it is that we do when we are in connection and alignment we don't question those things right and once we have our confidence where it needs to be then we're ready to position ourselves to spread the word about what it is that only we can do to solve the problems for our clients i don't care how many other people out there produce events Right, something about the way that Annette does it that creates this amazing experience and response for not only the clients, but also the attendees or participants every single time. When you're confident, you can use your messaging and your marketing to position that in the marketplace. You can say that buoyantly and you say it with no problem or improvisation. Like you are not afraid to let everyone know that in Annette NAFE event is the only type of event you should participate in just like i have no problem saying that when people come into my space they not only make more money they transform their life i know that is what happens right. because i'm confident and i'm confident because of my connection to that so i can position myself in the marketplace as the only and obvious choice for my most ideal clients and that leads me to four which is profitability when i'm well positioned then I will start to make way more money doing only what I love for the people that I've been called to do it for. And I'll be able to do it with consistency. So connection, confidence,
2: positioning, and profitability. That's great. That's great. Yeah. The
0: thing is, when you talk about how I want to do events for people, I just get excited because I know what the outcome is going to be for them. I know that we're going to create an amazing experience for them. Yeah. We're going to meet the goals that they want to meet. So, and I, listen, when I first started my business 10 years ago, I've been doing events for 30 years, but, or more, but I stopped counting 30. But when I started my business 10 years ago, I was not confident because I didn't know how to run the business. Yeah. So I did every single thing I could to figure out how to run the business. I wanted to hire a coach, but there were no coaches out at, at that time that nobody would help me. They felt threatened, which I thought was ridiculous because there's so much work out there that not every, yes, there's a lot of, of vet producers out there, but they can't do all the work. Right. So I, once I got my systems down and once I knew what I was doing and I had a coach that helped me and I, once I had that, there was no stopping me. And yeah. it's, it's going to take trial. And listen, I fumbled in the beginning because I had no clue. They would ask me questions. I'd get a client on the phone. I was so nervous, but I would get them on the phone and I would, there was just, I just had, I didn't have answers. I didn't know yeah. how to, present myself and how to do those things. It took some time to stumble. And I remember the first person that came on and said, no, in such a nasty way, this is not what I asked for. And it was what they asked for, but I didn't present it properly, Mm -hmm. but I'll never forget that person. And it just, it makes you stronger and it gets you to that point of being confident. You just have to keep doing it. And now if there's a really big event that I want, and sometimes I get nervous, which is That's normal, that's gonna happen. Even if people who have been on stages hundreds and hundreds and thousands of times, if you don't get a little nervous before something, it's probably, like they say, when you're nervous about something, there's a big breakthrough about to happen. So remember that, so that's um, super important. So those are great tips. Okay, why do people need breakthroughs in order to have a million dollar business?
1: You know what, there's two things that I think are really important to say here. The first is, there's a lot of people who want like deep down inside, they want to generate at the seven figure level. Yeah. But they don't have the courage to say it out loud. Because they don't, and they don't have the courage to say it out loud because of mindset or whatever they believe about
0: money. Because money's a big deal in the, in right. about your parents and money and all of that. And I was laughing. Exactly. So my parents were 17 and 18 when they had me. They were babies. They had no idea about money or mindset. They barely knew what was going on. So a yeah. the deal. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And so it, it's all based on the way money. Because I look at it this way. And this is today. This is not when I started this journey. Because I used to struggle with money as well. Because my yeah. parents were drug addicts, my mom went to jail, like, uh, listen, you name it, and I experienced it. (laughs) So it took a lot of work to get to the point where I was able to see money for what it really is. And that's just an energy. It's just an energy, right? It's a transactional currency. We give it way too much credit. We put way too much time, energy, and focus on it. But the fact of the matter is people don't want seven-figure businesses because they have a mindset with money that is lack-based. Because I don't understand why if you could have a seven-figure business, you wouldn't want one. It gives you the ability not only to have whatever the things are that you desire, but it gives you the ability to help. To help. change the world. And Bill Gates wouldn't have schools in Africa were it not for money. Right. No, it just puts you in a position to be able to actually be the change you want to see in the world. We wouldn't want that because, again, every single one of our purposes are to help people and to make the world a better place. So, the people who don't want a seven-figure business are the people who still have issues and and mindset problems that they need to work through. Because if all things considered, all of the money was the same, why wouldn't you want to be generating at a level that never had you having to wonder or lack? Or question whether or not you would be able to do anything that it is that you want to do So the reason people need a breakthrough in order to get their business to seven figures is because most people are grown adults but they're still living they're living as adults based on their childhood relationship with money until that gets changed they won't have the big breakthrough that will allow them to make more money there was a point in time probably was this 2020 2014 no not 2014 2013 was when i really started to understand money in a different way i was doing one on my own live event and at the live event we made an offer for people to enroll in our program and we had about 38 people or so sign up for the program of the 78 people that were in the room so we were Really excited about that. We generated $400,000 in in sales. That's
2: great. The revenue that
1: we took in was about $85,000. And I had never in my life before had $85,000 all at one time. Now, I worked in corporate America where I made $120,000 a year, but that was in every two-week increments. I never at one point in time had $120,000 in the bank. So I remember when we cashed out the event, I got, and all of the cash was in the account. I, I withdrawed it all. I took all of the money home, Annette, I put (laughs) it on the bed, I took all my clothes off and I rolled around in it. Oh my God. And the reason I did that is because it was the first time that I realized that I could have an unlimited supply of money. And I needed to know what it felt like because I clearly knew what it felt like to be broke. Yeah, I remembered layaway. I remembered all of that stuff, but I had never experienced that kind of money. And I needed to become—I I needed to be—I don't want to say come one, become one with the money, but I needed to neutralize the power that I had given to money up until that point. Right. And the way for me to neutralize it was to actually roll around in it and to realize that. I did this once that meant i could do it every single month if i wanted to i had to give myself the power and the position to change the way i saw money because up until that point i saw money as an occasional payday you got just enough to pay your bills and maybe to get yourself something nice never enough for you to have some left over for you to really do life-changing things with Right, but once I started changing that definition, you know what happened in that? I started calling more money in, and so we went from having eighty thousand dollars in cash to having a hundred thousand dollars in cash to having a hundred and fifty thousand to having three hundred thousand dollars in cash all at one time because I opened myself up. I believe that expansion or exposure creates expansion. Once you've been exposed to a new normal, you expand the capacity for what it is that you can take in. And so that's why people need a breakthrough to have seven figures because they haven't been exposed to it. It seems like this big, arduous, arbitrary number that no one can actually accomplish. If you look at the statistics around small business, roughly 1.53% ever crossed seven figures according to the 22 million small really small businesses in the country right right 1.53 percent ever generate that kind of money Most people don't believe that it's possible for them Let alone probable and so you need the breakthrough to show you that it's pro- It's possible and then to be able to walk out a strategy that makes it probable And that's why that's what breakthrough in business is all about. That's the the live event that I hold that I'll be holding October 21st through the 23rd, helping people to shed all of the limiting beliefs around money and their ability to take their business to whatever level they want their business to be at. Because the sky really is the limit. God is not holding anything back from any of
0: us. We, um, it, it is interesting that I try to tell people this all the time, because that's one of the things, one of the niches we have is these coaching events where you the- an offer and you make money from them. It's a very big deal. You can make a lot of money from an event. I tell people that all the time. I think it's really important to think about that. And obviously, I'm so happy that you're doing that. And obviously, if you need help, let us know. <laughs> sounds like you got it under control, but uh, we're always here for you. Okay, how do you expect, expand your mind to have the power to speak things into existence? And I was just writing this to my cousin today because she was like. Everything goes wrong. I'm so sick of it and she does this all the time and I love her to death but mm-hmm. at the time start saying all the positive things that are happening to you start writing the positive things that are happening because that's gonna manifest it that's what's gonna bring upon and I, I do this I have to do the same thing we're all we all know what to do but we're all human and sometimes absolutely. That's what so yeah. yeah
1: you and you said it perfectly right I think most of us are used to making what I call casual covenants. Yeah, casual covenants are those I am statements that don't serve you they're the lack filled statements they're the uh, doom and gloom statements that we're so used to saying because we wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is we turn on the news we grab our phone and we check Facebook right Right instead of taking the time to center ourselves connect with God and set a clear intention for the positivity we want to usher into our day so if we would stop living into the negativity and do exactly what you said to your cousin, speak what you wish to see.
0: Exactly.
1: Speak over yourself until you see what you said. I say all the time, you have to see it. You have to speak it until you see it so that you get to experience it. And it starts with what happens here. If everything is mindset, we said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's mindset, that. But you literally, I when I first wake up in the morning, when I'm consciously awake, before i get out of the bed i spend time in visualization i see myself producing whatever so i have a rough idea of what's happening on my calendar that day or where we are in the month and i literally sit there and i see myself accomplishing it right like we set a really good big goal for the quarter and the quarter ends next week and yeah. so I literally see myself crossing the finish line at the goal. I went and I checked our numbers today, but we've already hit our goal, which yes, exactly. we got a week left, right? A week, a week to spare. We've already hit, the, hit our goal, but I spend time first seeing myself doing the things, experiencing the things that I truly desire in my life experience inside of my business. If I want to bring on new clients, I see myself signing on new clients. I literally see it first and then I grab my journal and I write it out. So see it here first then write it out and then speak it. That's the third step. Say it out loud because when you speak it out loud, you actually get the universe moving in your direction to bring it to you. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, life and death is in the power of your tongue. So speak what it is that you seek and speak only what you seek. So if you speak, it's tough out here and I can't ever, then you will never get whatever it is you said. Uh Speak only what it is you seek until you see what it is that you said and so that's what people need to do that again is another reason why we do breakthrough I used to do an event that was a marketing and sales event and it was a powerful event we could get 300 people to come every single year it was really powerful and I switched gears a few years ago because I realized that most people don't need more marketing and sales strategy they need a reckoning with their mindset Nice. And so instead of teaching more strategy, which just creates distraction for most people, I decided to do the work on the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from taking the strategies they already have and getting those strategies to work. Nice. And so it's all mindset and it all starts with how you start your day. The first 20 minutes when you wake up are the most important minutes on any single day. Spend that time intentionally setting a visual a vision expressing gratitude setting intentions about what it is that you want for your day doing all of that in the first 20 minutes put your day on a trajectory to experience growth that'll be unparalleled over and over and over and over again
0: it's so true and that can go with relationships too if you're in a relationship with someone and you're constantly saying Oh, she's a jerk or he's a jerk or uh, we're going to, you always visualize that you're going to fight or you're going to do this. If you start visualizing a happy and and healthy relationship, it's going to change. That helped me. I did the same in my relationship and it's definitely um, helped in our relationships. It's such good stuff. Oh my God. All right. What's the difference between desire and wanting something? How does that play a part into manifesting the things that you want in life? Oh yeah, this is good. So I
1: always tell people, again, I just said a few moments ago, to watch what you say, right? Using the word "want" denotes lack. It means something is missing. Mm -hmm. So when you say you want something, it produces a vibration that is at a very low level. And we don't manifest what we want when we vibrate low. We manifest when we vibrate high. So instead of saying what you want, you have to change it in so that it is emotionally charged. And the best way to make it emotionally charged is to turn it into something you desire. Mm-hmm. So what do you desire? Desire says, "I want to add this to my life experience, not because something is missing. Because as soon as you want it, it's lack. It's attached to lack. It brings lack with it. It's going to follow. Lack is going to follow all around." Right. But desire springs up an, an energy that an energy of abundance that says we want to bring her more of this specific thing because it's going to allow her to do what it is that she desires and what we need from her out in the world even more. So mm-hmm. want wherever you can, wherever you use the word want, change it to desire. Or speaking into things you crave, like women. Women get cravings when they're pregnant, right? and maybe other times. But we know mostly about cravings when a woman's pregnant, whether it's pickles and whatever. But right. a craving is also—it's a word that vibrates higher because there's an energy, energy draw, a positive energy draw that is associated with with the desire or with the craving. There's a negative energy draw that's associated with a want because that means something is lacking, and typically people associate the fact that something is lacking with there being something wrong with them. And that's why their energy goes down. Use only positive energy words because that allows us to vibrate and to bring that into our life
0: experience as quickly as possible. So good. So good. Okay. So what are two things I can do to break out from the things that are keeping me from what I desire?
1: Yeah. So the first thing I, I, we, we've talked about a lot of things. So let me give you two different things. And the first thing would be, to create a plan what's the next step you need to take right now to bring what you desire into your life experience ask yourself that question what is the next step i need to take right now to bring what i desire into my life experience so write that down and then the second thing would be to actually take the step take the next action that you know to take i always say god will give you more while you're moving than he ever will when you're standing still so don't stop and wait for, for God or the heavens to open, the bush to burn, or yeah. the river to part. Don't do that. Instead, yeah. keep moving. Like, consistent action. We have to give God something to bless. And the thing is, we all know the next step. We all know the next thing we need to do. That's why you only do the next step. Just like a GPS, we program the ultimate goal or destination into the GPS. It only tells us the next one step at a time. So right. when you know your ultimate goal of transformation, you're also given the next step that you need to take that step, and then the
0: path will emerge as you walk it. So good. And if you guys have any questions for Danielle, please put them in the chat because we want to make sure we get all the answers out for you because this is such good stuff. Okay, so after you break through in your business, how do you keep your mindset strong? That's like a big thing.
1: Absolutely. I say all the time that. Um, just like you wash your behind, <laughs> you have got to wash your mind it's every day. Every day you day you've got to do work, like you said earlier, that Every day you get on, you work out every day. Every day I work out. Every day I'm in my journal. Every day, so it's just like anything else you do that you need to do every single day. You got to work on mindset every single day. Mental health, which mindset is a way, it's just like you strengthen your body. Like you don't do one crunch and then have a six pack, right? You can't can't do mindset work one day and have a flawless mindset because the stinking thinking, the gremlins, or as I call them, your inner incredible snatcher, they're going to keep popping up. Yes. And if you only did it once, you only worked it through once, then you're not going to be strong enough to reward it so that it doesn't take you off track and distract you and disrupt you from what it is you're supposed to do. So every single day, you're going to have to work on it. That's why you need to create your own morning routine or ritual, whichever word works best for you, practice whatever it is that works best for you and start your day. One of the things that I do after, so when I first, I'm consciously awake, I first say thank you God for waking me up because I know that there are people who didn't wake up, right? Yeah. And then after that, I immediately move into visualizations and I see myself doing the things that I desire in my life, in my business every single day. After that, I grab my journal. I express my gratitude. I And it it could be three things, five things. It could be 20 things. It just really depends on how grateful I'm feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. I do that. And then I immediately get out of the bed and I go get on the treadmill. I get my body moving. And while I'm moving, I continue to speak life to my love. I can continue to pray and have commune and conversation and time with God. Once I get down off the treadmill while I'm drinking water, then I set my intentions for the day. This is what I'm going to do today. So I come in my office and I know exactly what it is that I'm going to be focused on and what are the things I'm going to be doing. I do all of this every single morning. I also have this, I don't know what to call it, but it's this statement about myself that I wrote. It's like my future self, if you will. And it's Darnell Jervie Harmon is the world's leading spiritual business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs go from six figures to seven figures. And I wrote it in third person. And I literally read that every single morning to myself. It talks about the, the houses that my husband and I will live in, where our kids will go to school. It talks about the causes that we donate to, how much money we donate each year. Like all of the things that are, that I want to manifest in my life, I literally speak that over my life every single morning.
0: Yeah, and that strengthens your mind absolutely in a positive way, which I'm not good at that. I'm going to have to, I love that we're doing this because I'm going to have to get a little bit of a ritual. I have things I do, but I feel like I should do a little more mindset and thinking more about as soon as I get up because of course I grab my phone and that's not good. And that just takes you down a, whole, down a whole nother. But okay, so can you give some examples of things that could get in the way? I'm sure we could all think of those, but of having a breakthrough. The people that you live with, could get in the way yeah that's for sure yeah that's probably one of the biggest
1: things is you start growing towards your next level and the people that are in doing life with you aren't growing at the same pace okay. they try to to talk you down a level try to get you to stay where they are you can start if you aren't constantly doing the mindset work you can start to second guess whether or not you're doing it right Yes. Experiencing a no, depending upon, so this isn't a, I say all the time, no one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder. So what I mean by that is it's it's a journey, right? It doesn't change overnight. And so you could come wake up in the morning, do all of this stuff we're saying, set your intentions for the day and go into your office and get the biggest no of your life. Yeah. So what? No, just means next opportunity. What it really means is that whoever, Whatever, they were not ready to experience transformation through you. And if maybe, they're
0: not ready, you don't want them. And maybe you weren't ready for it either. So yep. you know, it could be that it wasn't meant for you to take it at that time. That's how I think of it sometimes. And after, after, after I get over feeling sad about it or upset about it, I, I do think, okay, so I'm, I'm going to get it, but it's going to be at another time. It's going right. to doesn't mean I'm never going to get that. So right. it always happens. It, yeah, uh, Absolutely. If it's meant for you,
1: it will happen. But the timing, we put too much emphasis on timing, right? It's timing is relative. And so you have to be open to that in order to make sure that you're getting what you want. And and that's why it's so important to figure out what the process it, it is that you need to utilize to get what it is that you desire and then spend time doing that every single day. You need to be your number one priority, your business, Does not, even your spouse, that is not priority number one. You and your connection to God are priority number one. That's why the flight attendants say when we get on airplanes or when we used to get on airplanes, (laughs) wear your mask before helping those on the journey with you. You gotta take care of yourself first in order to make sure you have what you. Are requiring in order to be who you're supposed to be at this particular time in your life. Exactly. Do that first and then see who you can help. Yes. And so, those are the types of things. If you don't st- stay on an inward journey, that can prevent you from getting your breakthrough, that can derail your breakthrough. And that's why it's so important to do it that you do that internal work and you set yourself up on a trajectory to do it on a consistent basis yeah
0: so my boyfriend has a place at the shore and i visit there on the weekends but i come back to my home in the city my office and i work every week so that i'm not distracted and i can focus on my business Yeah. He has a beautiful viewings on the water i have to stay focused on my business and so i make the conscious effort to come back into a space that I know I'm going to be able to create wonderful things for my business. So and I have to do that, even though I would love to just leisure and stay around and all that. But So you have to be disciplined about that stuff. Was there a time in your life where you were on the verge of a breakthrough in your business? What happened and how did you break through? So I know you talked about the event and how that was a big breakthrough for you, but I'm sure you have lots of other examples.
1: Oh yeah, there's a ton of them. Actually, right now I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. I realized a few months ago, I had just, actually before I hired a new life coach, I realized that I had some lack residue in my life. Okay. So I am being called to a higher level to show up greater, in the work that i'm doing and even to do some other work that i never thought i would be doing when i started my business 13 years ago and i got a little scared yeah i was like i don't know if i want to do this and i realized that i was playing really small and so i said okay i know who i am i know whose i am i know that i'm supposed to be showing up at a different level let me get the support that i need to do it so why am i even sharing this particular story because None of us can do it by ourselves. Right. We need support. And so I went and I got someone to help me so that I could work through what was in the way causing me to play smaller than I'm supposed to be playing right now in the world. I've right. hidden in a lot of ways. I've just been over here being the bomb.com and whoever knew about it, but I did, was not telling the world because I didn't want to get too big and have too many people know. This is who I am and this is what I'm doing. And this is me sitting inside of a seven-figure company. You have a seven-figure company and you're supposed to have an eight or nine or ten-figure company. You're still playing small. And I literally hired a life coach to help me to work on my mindset so that I could not play small. Because I have people who are counting on me. I have clients who also want to get their businesses to the seven-figure mark. That hired me to help them to get there. So I can't settle in my small place because I was created to take them to their space of significance. And so I had to be willing to humble myself and become the student and let somebody else help me because I can't do it for myself. You can't do it yourself. If you could do it yourself, it would already be done. That's why coaching and and counseling and therapy and all of these different modalities work and work created because we can't get to the results on our own entirely. And so I'm excited that I was courageous enough to humble myself to go get the support that I needed, so that I could show up as big as I'm supposed to show up in the world.
0: say for me. I, I teach and I have this. I teach event planners on how to start their business or kick their business to a next level. And I have been putting off this online program, which is it just never felt right. It, I was busy. I had all kinds of excuses. I had events, and now this year has obviously slowed down a little bit, although. We've gotten very busy with virtual events, which is fantastic. Yeah. So we've had to shift our business and do lots of virtual, which is great. But I get the fear too. I know in my heart, and I love helping event planners start their business without making all kinds of costly mistakes, because you don't need to spend a lot of money to start your business. Right. Right i and I have so much to offer and so much knowledge and I know all that. And I know I'm going to do some great things with this program, but it scares me. It Mm -hmm. does. And because of that, I take my time filling the Facebook group. I take my, you know, I'm doing it though. I am doing it this year, but I'm taking a little bit of more time than I normally would. Doing this program that I do here is a big step for me. Uh, That was getting in front of a camera, which I hate. I'm a behind the scenes girl. I don't like being in front of a camera, but I love it now. And I get to meet and, and talk with amazing people like you and help others in their businesses. And, and so I think it's great. And it gets me out there and you have to be, you have to be visible. You have to talk about what you do. You have to talk about who you help, what you do in order to help them. So I think it's great. And that's just amazing. So we have a couple questions. If you can stick around for a little bit. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So Mike's asking, how does mindset and business go together? And I think we probably touched on that. Yeah.
1: Yes, Mindset is everything. Mindset isn't just in business. It's in every area of your life, right? right? And But it impacts every area of your life. So in your business, to make it specifically about business, Mike, let's say you have a goal. Let's say your goal is to take your business to the half a million dollar mark or the million dollar mark. It doesn't matter the mark, but you're yeah. not there right now and you desire to be there, Right immediately in upon setting the goal the first thing you're going to meet is fear fear is immediately going to pop in yeah fear is actually an indication that your next level is loading <laughs> I mean, you want the fear to, to show up but immediately what happens is you say seven figures oh my gosh i can't do that if i do seven figures i'm gonna have to pay too much taxes People who I love are going to start asking me for money out of the woodwork. I'm going to have to become more responsible. Like you give all of these excuses or reasons as to why you can't actually hit the goal that you desire to hit. And then you don't even work towards the goal. So you don't adjust your plan to do a million dollars because you've talked yourself out of it. So mindset is everything in your business. The formula is this we make a thought. I want to do seven figures. After we make that thought, we're immediately moving to feelings and emotions. So either we're excited that we just set this seven-figure goal or we're terrified that we just set exactly. this seven-figure goal.
2: Exactly.
1: After the feelings and emotions, we, mo- we start speaking. We move into the words. So then we start saying things like, oh, I don't know if I can pull this off. I don't even know anybody who pulls it off. I don't really need seven figures. I really just need five figures and a Twinkie whatever it is we say to ourselves to justify why we're trying to back out of the first thought that we had right and after the words we start taking actions but instead of taking actions that get us to seven figures we take actions that get us to right where we are right now and then we get the results and then we look at our results and then we're pissed <laughs> and blame it on someone else because we think that the man was the reason we didn't hit our goal. But the reason we didn't hit our goal is because our mindset got terrified when we set the goal. Yeah. That's mindset in business. That's why you got to do the mindset work because every goal you have will be dwarfed if you don't work the mindset that tells you you deserve it and you are worth doing what it takes in order to experience what you desire to have.
0: And so that yeah. is why, Nike. Mike, I'm so glad you asked that and you talked a lot about goals so you it's important to set goals right I'm guilty of not doing that as much as I probably should so I think that's important to set goals all right how does impact and income play a part in having grow a growth mindset
1: yeah definitely so impact is the, the number of people oh you know what let me say it this way impact is the size of your ripple right if you take a stone and you throw it in a pond it's going to pop her. There's going to be a little ripple. The larger your impact, the bigger your ripple. The larger your impact, that means the more people you are helping, the more money you're going to be making. Zig Ziglar said it best. He said, if we help enough people get what they want, then we will get what we want. And so impact is what we have people chase. Because it's interesting. You can make more money without ever chasing it. And the way you do that is by chasing your purpose or chasing impact, being impactful, doing things that change the lives and the trajectory of the lives of the people that are in your sphere. And when you do that, people will invariably be willing to invest in themselves through you, i.e. signing up for your programs in order to get to the impact that you can help them to experience.
0: Right. So good. So good. How do you pivot your mindset to prepare for an increase in your life? So
1: I would say probably three things is what I would recommend that you do. Number one, I would say you want to speak. I'm going to use the word affirmations, Mm -hmm. right? But you want to speak consistently over yourself that you deserve it. Just that I deserve it. I deserve it. Or I'm worthy because I think one of the biggest things I see Is people questioning the big thing because they start to think that maybe they don't deserve it and it's again it's that inner child going all the way back to the first or second interaction you ever had with money and it usually isn't a positive one right being asked by the adult or told by the adult that you don't deserve it you have to earn this or whatever the case might be and then that bubbles up in you this feeling and belief that you have to do something extra in order to deserve it when the truth of the matter is you were born deserving you deserve it right now that's the truth of the matter so that's the first thing but the second thing that you need to do after you start speaking over yourself is live into it so i always tell people get one example or replica that is a reminder that you deserve it so i have this water bottle it says next level
2: everything yes
1: and this. For me is a reminder that I am working towards my next level of everything in my life. So get a physical, a physical representation of your next level so that you have a constant reminder that you do deserve it. You are worth it. And it doesn't mean to mean anything to anybody but you. So I also have this on my desk. So my husband and I are trying to concede and we have not been successful as of yet. So I went out a while ago and I bought each of these. These pacifiers. I don't even know if we'll give our baby a pacifier, but I have one.
2: Oh, you will.
1: You will be sitting here as a reminder that I deserve it. That I desire to be a mother and I deserve to be a mother and I'm worthy to be a mother. And this is holding the space until I'm holding my baby. So get a physical representation of that as a reminder to yourself every single day that you do deserve it and you are worth it. And then number three. Take that. I've said this a lot. Take the next action you should take to bring your next level into view. Just do the next thing that you know you should do. So if you want to hit the seven figure mark in your business and right now in your, the way you're charging, it will take you a thousand clients to be able to make it happen. Raise your rates so that maybe you could do it with a hundred clients. Right. Do something that is demonstrative to the fact that you believe in yourself to desire and actually experience what it is you say you're wanting at your next level.
0: So good, so good. I just love you to pieces. Thank you so Thank much for this. So, how can everybody find you? I know we have some links here. You're offering a- absolutely, yeah. The free gift that I posted there is our incredible factor worksheet.
1: It's an opportunity for you to get crystal clear about what makes you. The bomb.com in the marketplace, which makes you the onlyest and obvious choice of your most ideal clients. Regardless of where you are in your business, you need to know what your incredible factor is. Once you know that, then you can go on a trajectory to actually scale that to whatever your next money milestone is. On all social media, I'm Danielle Jeremy Harmon, so you can find me out there in the world. If you want to connect with me deeper, then go and get the incredible factor worksheet at Darnielle.com forward slash incredible
0: factor and she also has incredible factor podcast so you want to join, you. join her over at her podcast thank you Danielle. it's been so wonderful i really appreciate you doing this and i know you've helped so many people with this so thank you again and My pleasure i'm just so excited to have you on thank you thanks for having me i appreciate it take care take care Bye, everyone thanks for joining